Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone, wherever you're listening from. Welcome back to Sophie's Stories, the podcast bringing you original, handcrafted stories right into your ear holes. Welcome back to any returning listeners and any new listeners. Hello, it's lovely to have you here. So, um, we're hitting, sorry, I'm going to cough. All right, I'm back. Thank you. Um, So today I am actually recording from my bed. Um, (laughs) I normally don't. I I have a sort of tiny little cubby room that I use to record normally. But you know what? Um, I'm kind of starting to get over like hustle culture and things like that. So rather than stress out, like work's been really busy this week, rather than stress myself out, I thought, you know what? Have a little movie night with my friend last night, shoot the shit, and then I'll record this morning. So it's absolutely lovely. It's a sunny morning so far. And yeah, I'm just in bed. So I hope you enjoy it the same way as normal. Probably sound a little bit different because there's many soft furnishings in here. But today I am back with our end of week short story. Um, this short story is called Steps. And you know what? I probably I probably should have released this around Valentine's Day because it's a bit of a lovey-dovey story, but hey, barely than ever, right? Um, so as I said, this is a short story. It's called Steps. I really, really hope you enjoy it. If you'd like to catch up on any of my series stories, I did a bumper week of The Label Maker, which is one of my series currently running. Um, you can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Deezer. Um, But without further ado, please enjoy this week's story. Steps My toes roll over the gravel as tiny waves wash over them gently. Underneath the glassy facade, they rest. I lift my gaze and look up across a peaceful lake. Trees look down upon it lovingly from each side and shelter it from the strong rays of the sun. As I breathe out, the smell of undergrowth behind tickles my nose. The smell braces my lungs and I feel my tension leave me. I step forward, weaving my calves through the water ahead. The depth of the water creeps up my body inch by inch until my toes no longer meet the gravel below. My body lifts up as I gently push the surrounding water away. Every breath is a task as my lungs fight against the compression but still I go deeper. Looking behind me momentarily, I catch sight of the blue camper van I came in, standing solitary in the same spot. A moment of relief catches my thoughts like a child searching for their mother in a crowded playground. I press on, 
aiming to get to the middle of the lake so I can take in the surrounding forests and mountains in their ultimate glory. Small and drifting through the water like an unrooted plant or off-cast leaf, I take a moment of silence in my mind to thank whatever gods may be that this sometimes is my life. Roughly in the middle, aided by some maths and terrible spatial awareness, I stop. Treading the water to allow me to be still for a moment. The water laps over my shoulders slightly as I turn. My eyes graced with the glory that lived around me. Luscious green trees dappled the horizon in between large, aged pines. The pines leaned over the water slightly, as though protecting the precious gem below. Mountains interlinked along this landscape and met each other occasionally, becoming one strong and imposing masterpiece. The sun sparkled on the surface of the lake as tiny waves bobbed along, creating reflections upon its surroundings as if to thank them. Every once in a while, I heard a laugh reverberate across the water and a car drive slowly past, but mostly all I could hear was the water playfully splashing around my head as I explored. The water was slightly warm on the surface in the heat of the sun as it encircled my hands like bath water. This sensation, akin to wearing gloves on a cold day, comforted me as I floated. I heard another car engine hum in the distance and continued to look around at the peaceful beauty surrounding me. After a while of treading water, I grew tired. I turned my body around and slowly started to swim back to the water's edge. As the embankment came into view, confusion grew within my mind. I could no longer see the blue high-sided van. Convinced I was simply looking in the wrong place or it was hidden behind a leafy titan, I carried on. The closer I came, the closer I was every second getting farther away from the rest. I felt a pang in my stomach, the kind only felt in moments of unwavering disappointment. My toes flicked some stones through the water as they fought to connect with the ground below. I finally got a foothold on the embankment and pushed my way through the water, fighting against it to try and run. As I splashed through the warm, inviting water, the cold pricked at my skin in the wind. Running as gently as I could over the stones, I left the water and grappled with a long, winding tree root to get back onto the road. My hands and feet 
caked in mud, I ran onto the scorching tarmac. I searched from left to right frantically, hoping there was some reason that my companion had to move. Nothing. The stillness of the backdrop that surrounded me was all that accompanied me now. After letting out an exasperated breath, I looked to my right to see my shoes, clothes and phone sitting atop a small brick wall. Deliberately, as though an offering of peace for this abandonment. I sighed. Looking out across the lake, I walked over to them and sat by their side, checking my phone. No service. Yeah, that's about right, I mumbled as I soaked in the summer sun. Slightly enraged, but certainly not surprised, I looked along the rolling hills for a while, solitary and baking like a sweet potato in the heat. I decided it was time to make a move. I pulled my warm clothes on and they hugged my body tightly as if to comfort me. I pushed my useless phone into my back pocket and kicked on my shoes one by one. A deadness sat in my chest as I walked back along the road we drove along to get here. My eyes focused straight ahead. I walked with such purpose that I was convinced the trees would start walking on behind me. The wind stood still behind the shelter of them either side of me and I was silently thankful that I was not any colder. Clouds rushed over my head across the watery blue sky as I looked up, shrinking by the second. I became another grain of sand amongst a million others and did not see another car as I continued along the road. The trees began to clear and I could see a small settlement ahead, surrounded only by seclusion. My heart raced slightly as I looked towards a wooden hand-painted sign adorned with the letters B&B. As I got closer to the warped grey stoned building, I could see small green puffs of moss peeping out from the cracks and deep green ivy hanging from previous signposts and window frames. I stood in front of the tattered wooden door and leant forward to knock a few times. I heard the floorboards on the inside creak and bend under someone's weight. As the door opened swiftly, I was shocked to see the slight frame of an aged woman standing in the threshold. Afternoon. I'm so sorry to bother you, I offered politely. The old lady nodded at me, as if to confirm I was indeed bothering her. Please may I use your phone? Years of strict schooling had prepared me for this kind of interaction. She looked at me for a minute, searching for my concealed weapon in my back pocket or bad intention on my face, 
before letting me in. I padded through the hallway behind her gently, mindful that if these old floors were only used to her, they could certainly give way under my weight. The walls were covered in floral beige wallpaper and pictures hung over the dim light from a few lamps. The floors were unvarnished and hammered by years of what I could only assume were hiking boots. She stopped at the end of the hallway and pointed me to a phone mounted on the back wall. I looked at its imposing structure and in its shadow, it seemed I took a second to think about who I should call. Everyone knew I was either on holiday or away for the day, like me. Now, it seemed, I would be away for longer than just today. The landlady looked on and, feeling my hesitation, said, What happened to you, dear? I didn't actually know what to reply with. I came on a romantic weekend and I think my partner forgot me. Or I was with my friend and I got lost. I think her and I both knew that I was too old to use that last one. Um, I was on a walk and my phone ran out of battery. And now I can't find my friend's car. I don't know where we left it. She motioned for me to follow her with a smile and took me to a small, warm kitchen and put the kettle on. It rumbled loudly and we both stood in anticipation. My grandson will be back soon. He can help you get what whatever you need and, and help you get to wherever you need to go. About to decline, I shut my mouth quickly. I actually needed help this time. Thank you, I said. She picked up the kettle and made a cup of tea with gratuitous spoonfuls of sugar and handed it to me with a pat on the arm. The sweet, milky tea washed down to my stomach and warmed my mood from the inside. I smiled at her over the edge of the mug and she smiled back. Two women of little words enjoying each other's company. Bliss. As we finished our hot tea, we slowly migrated across a small kitchen table, both sitting down. Through the silence and the ticking of a grandfather clock, the front door rattled abruptly and footsteps bounded down the hallway. A figure appeared in the doorway to the kitchen, seconds away from colliding with the back wall. I took a moment to survey this stunning creature that had just joined us. Hair thick and flopping on his face carelessly, skin on his face kissed by the sun and arms statuesque as he braced the doorframe. He looked at me, smiling slightly. 
tonight, when I go to sleep, I'll be grateful for all the beauty I've been lucky enough to encounter today. And that is the end of this week's short story. Um, I think that character got a new boyfriend by the end of it, uh, which I'm glad for her because her other one literally drove <laughs> their camper van away as she went for a swim. Um, so glad for her. Snaps for this character. I never named her, so um, who knows who it may be. Um, but yeah, this story was actually written about a specific lock in Scotland. It's called Loch Vinicar. Um, it's like beside Calendar. It's literally one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. And to swim in that loch is it's perfect. Like it's a gorgeous place. So look it up if you get the chance and, and maybe go to it if you're from Scotland because it's absolutely delicious like it's one of the most beautiful places I have ever seen in my life um but yeah I really hope you enjoyed this short story um might be quite a nice bedtime story actually now I'm just thinking about bed because I'm in my bed recording right now excuse me but yeah I really hope you enjoyed this sleepy bedtime story <laughs> um and I hope you all have a fabulous weekend thank you so much for listening you can catch up on the rest of my series stories and all my other short stories on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Deezer. You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok at Sophie's Stories Podcast. But have a great week and stay curious. Bye guys. <laughs>